Yo, so uh, first and foremost, apologies, I wasn't here on um on Friday or anything. I don't even know why I didn't get on. I think that I I don't know what happened or whatever. So damn, that's a foul on me. I didn't meet my goal of being on here every single day. But on that same note, bro, I feel like I feel like we really need to reevaluate what exactly is going to happen after Christmas Eve. Well, after Christmas, leading up into New Year's, because this week in between time, especially when Christmas is like in the middle of the week on Wednesday, that Thursday and Friday, it felt like it was still the weekend, like felt like we had five Sundays in a row and whatnot. So it just threw me all the way off. Um, I was kind of out of it on Thursday. I was out of it on on uh, on Friday for sure. So, um, but that really don't have nothing to do with nothing. I apologize. You know, what I mean, just because I said that I was going to do something. And I like to uh, do what I say. And so I didn't. I feel like I should have some accountability for that. And that's why I wanted to start uh, this way. But I, I don't have a lot of time. I'm not going to be on this live for very long. Um, But, you know, even though I missed on Friday, it's cool. You mess up, you pick back up. Uh, we got two more days left of this daily type joints. And then on uh, Wednesday, the first, you know, ETC is going to be live. And like I said last week, I'm not going to be doing these daily daily Facebook lives. So I'm going to um, still probably monologue a little bit, but it's going to be available only on the podcast stream. Um, and I'm only going to get on Facebook Live once a week, and it's going to be to deliver the um, the um, Creative Wire, which is basically just an update of everything that's happened over the last week and for the coming week and whatnot. Um, but no, I, there were a couple of things I wanted to talk about, though. Uh, y'all know I listened to Hamilton religiously. You know, I was just listening to it before I got up here on live. And uh, it feels like depending on what stage I am of my life, that's like a, a different song is speaking to me and shit, right? So uh, the one that has really been like, pressed on my shoulders over the last couple of days, this song called Right Hand Man. And it's talking about, um, you know, I think it's Valley Forge that they were at, uh, the troops during the Revolutionary War, and they didn't have no money, <laughs> you know what I mean? Their troops weren't trained, um, you know, the, the enemy was pressing down on them, and things were looking really hopeless, and, uh, you know, I, I think that they were holed up inside of their fort for like 72 days. Don't uh, quote me on that because these numbers could be completely wrong. And if they are, I'm sorry. But it was a, a dramatic amount of time. They were running short on food. They didn't have any rations. They had to, like, kill their horses. And um, it was, like, one of the most brutal winners of that time. And so it's like so they were all, like, huddled up together and everything like that. It just looked really daunting and fleeting. And um, in a lot of ways, that's how I'd be feeling, you know, in this creative journey that I'm on right now. Where it's like, bruh, you ain't got no money. <laughs> Food is scarce. Um, you know what I mean? You're, you're looking around. It's like, you know, the people that you're supposed to be fighting with. It's like, you know, everybody's doing the best they can. But it's like, it just looks hopeless and all that type of stuff. And um, in the song, my Hamilton, he was, well, the Hamilton play. They say, you know, we're, we're not about to give up. You feel me? We started this war for a reason. Um. You know, we have to figure out a way to make it happen, basically. That's summarized. And, you know, in, in the song, it was like, and, you know, we got to 
write letters. We got to um, provoke, you know, the people to care more so that they can petition Congress so they can send us more resources and all that type of stuff. And, you know, I was just thinking about that uh, in the description. I said financial stamina and creative endurance, because when you are like working towards a dream, when you are working towards a goal, I feel like you have to uh, one, make a lot of sacrifices, things get really uncomfortable and you're going to do things that, you know, you felt like you never thought you would do before. Like I was talking to my mom over the weekend and uh, like, you know, there was some strategy uh, in me choosing to, you know, go and work on ETC full time. It wasn't just a spur in the moment type of decision. Where I was like, oh, okay, whatever. Like there was some planning and stuff involved, but you know, sometimes things pop up that you weren't expecting. Those off the plan, so you got to adjust and all that. And so, like now, I'm out, and I feel good about it. You know, I'm out. I sell plasma um, a couple times a week, uh, just as a way to kind of supplement some of these other things I'm doing. And uh, I was talking to her about. It. She's like, you selling plasma? I'm like, yeah. You know what I mean? She's like, yeah, that's crazy. It's like, but, you know, one day you're going to look back on these days and be like, wow, when I was such and such, I was selling plasma, you know, to help fuel some of these dreams and, and all that. And, and I think about how, I mean, I'm sure we've all seen the memes or the uh, hand-me-down stories and, that have been told, like J.K. Rowling, before Harry Potter really hit, she was like busting tables um, as a waitress. And then, you know, Oprah, I forget what her story was, but like you just... Like you see all these millionaires and billionaires and stuff, and they talk about times when they was like in their twenties or thirties, they were struggling, yada yada yada. And I'm not saying that that's about to be me. I'm just saying this is what I'm doing right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but I'm determined. You feel me? I, I think that um, the work that I'm doing is important. I think that the work that I'm doing is necessary. On my Facebook page, you know, the Avi that I have, I've had since 2016 when we had the Pepsi Music Factory. Um, and the quote on my page I've had since 2009, I want to say, um, when I was first creating my Facebook and I just saw it as I was trying to pull up this Facebook live today. And it's a quote from Kanye and he said, uh, the preacher saving the leaders right then my body got still like a paraplegic. And that's something I really feel. Um, <laughs> so last week. I don't know if I talked about it on the live or not, but I was definitely tweeting about it saying how I never really asked for leadership. Um, it's been kind of something that has always just been thrust on me um, because whatever, I don't know. And somebody was like, oh, nigga think he's a um, bro from, from Game of Thrones. It was like, I never asked for the crown, blah, blah, blah. But it's funny. My Facebook memories uh, came up yesterday and it was telling me uh, 11 years ago yesterday I say, I don't understand why so many people look to me for inspiration or or for whatever, blah, 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 when I'm so down on myself. I'm not as down on myself now as I was back then, but the sentiment is still the same that, you know, the leadership and everything that I feel like I am responsible for maintaining. I don't know if that grammar is right, but uh, me being the leader is never something that I asked for. It's just something I felt like you know, God put on my plate for me to have to handle and all that type of stuff. And in the process of me, like going about and leading the way that I am, 
a lot of fruitful things have happened. Uh, right before I got on this live, I had somebody text me and she was telling me about um, how she went to the sing and hangout last night and how it was such a great experience and how much fun that she had. And um, right before then, we had a meet and greet at Morgan Harper's office. Um, and she was saying how affirming that was and how it was confirmation for some of the things that she's trying to do in her life. And uh, she was really appreciative of me inviting her out to those things and telling her about them on ways to experience Columbus as a um, black resident, for lack of a better word. And she's like, yo, please let me know about anything else that's happening. I'm trying to do more of it in 2020. I was like, yo, subscribe to ETC. Uh, same thing. A lot of my friends, a lot of my people have been in town over the last couple of weeks because it is the holiday season. And, you know, I get messages every day like, yo, what's there to do? Oh, where should I go eat? Blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I, I was given some of this information out over the weekend. And somebody who was in town, she was like, yo, thank you so much for being a plug and helping me to know, like, what's going on around Columbus and everything. Every time I come home, I always hit you up and ask what's up. And, Brad, I don't like going out. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And I'm not even just talking about parties. I'm talking about anything. I'm an introvert. I'm a bit of a hermit, believe it or not. I like to keep to myself. Um, I've always been that way. I don't really like talking to people. And this somehow like that character model that I was built on has turned into a resource for people to know like what's going on around the city. It's like that's not the way logically that's supposed to work, but that's the way that it's happened. And um I, I said last year, well, last week that in the new decade I'm not gonna be running away from leadership the way that I have before in the past. I'm going to wholly embrace it. I'm going to try to maximize it. I'm going to try to maximize my God-given gifts um, and, and really try to, um, you know, make them productive, make them fruitful. And and so that means that, you know, the these creative solutions I have to come up with to uh, make sure I can still eat and make sure that my daughter has everything that she needs to, that uh, I'm not getting burnt out. Like, I'm just going to have to, like thug through it and, and and make it happen. But, you know, on, on that same note, I feel like, you know, some of these obstacles have been put in front of me. I also feel like, you know, the God that I serve has um created a lot of uh, solutions and stuff to put resources in my life. Um you know, the, the realm, if you will, we're talking about Abraham going up on the mountain to kill Isaac and whatnot. And right before he says, it's like, no, I provided a ram. Don't do that. Don't kill your son. Blah, blah, blah. And um, I'm just trusting that, you know, if I don't have the answers, that as long as I'm faithful, as long as that my heart stays pure and that I'm doing things the right way, that, you know, the resources will come, um, that the problems that I'm facing will be, you know, solved. And, and you know, we're going to keep on moving towards like this mission and whatnot. So uh, I just wanted to speak a little bit about that. Like I said, I use these um, Facebook lives, these monologues, whatever you want to call them as a way just to let you guys know the type of stuff that's going through my mind. Um, I will say, you know, at least for the first quarter of the year, my main goal is one, to tell as many people about ETC as possible. My goal is to have 2,500 subscribers by my birthday. My birthday is March 26th. That would be the best birthday gift in the world. Um, 
you know, it's going live on Wednesday. And I think tomorrow's live. I'm, I'm going to just really make that be completely about telling everybody about what ETC is, let, letting people ask questions if they want to. And if not, um, just saying what's going to be coming the following day. So that's my one goal. And then the second goal is to get Morgan Harper elected uh, to be our congressional rep. Um, she's running for Congress in Columbus in the only blue district in central Ohio because of gerrymandering. And um, yeah, she's just somebody I really believe in. Yesterday we had a meet and greet. I recorded the whole conversation and um, I'm going to put that out on the podcast feed too. So um, if you're not already subscribing, then go ahead and check that out because it's on iTunes, it's on Spotify, it's on Google Pods, it's on uh, Pocket Cast, it's on anywhere that you could possibly listen to podcasts. But um, yeah, she's just a leader that I, I really feel comfortable getting behind uh, because you know she's somebody that cares about number one the community but not just in like lip service like oh yeah you gotta do the right things and all that type of stuff but actual work actual um activism and actual amplification and whatnot so um yeah I'm, I'm definitely tapped in with her and i'm going to be talking about her um all the way up until election day in march so yeah you can look forward to that um also I'm really happy to see the pod streams and stuff going up. Um, yeah, a lot of people have been asking me, yo, is To The Drummer Speak done? Is it over? No, that's still going. We're celebrating our five-year anniversary this coming March, and I'm really excited about that because, you know, everybody has a podcast these days, but not everybody has 160-plus episodes, and everybody doesn't have five years of history. Um, and I don't, I'm not ready to walk away from it, honestly. So even though we have the ETC by us, podcast going now um and there are several different shows and stuff on there we have like surgically speaking where i'm talking to artists breaking down the records their creative process how they made their joints we have the etc with uh series where it's more one-on-one or two-on-one conversations and we're just you know walking through like their their life at that at that point um talking about the music that they're making or the art that they're creating etc and then you know, these series, which is the name and it's the hardest part, which is just me monologuing. We're also going to be bringing in some other shows like, you know, to hear she's working on a uh, a column where she's going to be putting out audio through the same feed. And I have some other things I'm not ready to talk about yet. Um, but that's what the ETC by us podcast stream is going to be uh, to the drummer speed. It's not going away, though. It's still here. Um, we're still going to be putting out episodes. It's just Holiday seasons kind of got all of us kind of on different schedules. Josh is on the other side of Ohio. Burn is, you know, doing some stuff and here is doing some stuff and I'm doing stuff and our schedules just haven't lined up over the last three or four weeks. And so, um, yeah, it's coming. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, like I said, tomorrow I'm going to go a little bit more in depth about ETC on the eve of ETC, uh, talk about how it came about. I'm actually really excited to talk about it. Um, but yeah, I got to go because like I said, at the very beginning of this, you know what I mean? I, I've been uh, coming up with some creative ways to uh, keep on going and keep on financing this this endeavor. And you know, one of those is time sensitive and I got to get off of live. So yeah, I'll talk to y'all later. We created a new lane and called it infrastructure. This is ETC by us. On one hand, you have the archive. 
a subscription-based curated database and network which contains detailed information on creatives and their happenings on an exclusively local level. You have the Creative Consulting Brokerage, a service-driven division which provides holistic end-to-end creative consulting solutions for creative individuals and groups. And then Future Forward, we have ETC by Akis, our nonprofit division. This awards deserving creatives funding, resources, and assistance to achieve their goals. And here's what it means to be part of the infrastructure. For the creatives, a centralized location that serves as a digital encyclopedia archiving your content and history, a reliable distribution system that connects you with the consumers who want to know what's going on in the creative community, a platform that supports your projects in meaningful and intentional ways, and down the line, access to funding from corporate and community partners. For consumers, we offer the answer to the question, what's happening in my city? Who are the people that are adding value to the culture and how can I support? How can I be part of it? Access to special deals and exclusives and content and merchandise and ease of consumption as we deliver archive-related content directly to you. And to the culture, we offer infrastructure, an organized system that makes navigating the creative scene easier than it's ever been because telling our story and documenting the narrative of Columbus is important work. So tap into local with ETC. Visit us on Instagram at etc.by.us. Follow us on Twitter at the ETC by us. And you can find more info online at etcbyus.com.